Cool Hand Podcast, something you got to deal with. Welcome back to the show. I am your host. My name is Q. We got a special guest in the building. I know we've gotten away from um, interviews for a while, but we're back. And uh, why not start it out with another musician? And he has some other talents, too, but I'll let him tell it. Um, guest, can you please introduce yourself? My name is Blaise V. B-L-A-I-S-E-V underscore on Instagram. And like he said, I'm a musician. I'm also a photographer and fashion model. All right, Blaze in the building. Thank you for um, agreeing to do this. Um, Blaze, where are you at right now? Where are you from? I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. Born and raised? Born and ra- I've been moving around a lot. Um, I lived in New Jersey for a long time, actually, but then eventually I came back to Atlanta. Okay. Okay. So how how much time, like how much can you tell me about New Jersey? Like, were you there long enough to really experience it? You know what? I experienced a good bit of it, but um, not too many good parts, to be honest, because um, matter of fact, one memory that I have from New Jersey is um, the floods. The mm. floods used to be terrible, and that's pretty much a lot of what we dealt with in New Jersey. So it's the reason why we moved down here. Got you. What part of Jersey were you in? I was in Ocean City. Ocean City. Okay. Because honestly, I'll keep it real. Um, The first thing I think about with New Jersey is like the hood, like Trenton, (laughs) Newark. (laughs) So I'm like, (laughs) okay, so Ocean City, New Jersey. So I'm, I'm guessing it wasn't as bad as I perceive New Jersey to be. Not that I know of, at least, because I was real young when we were living Got you. There, so. Got you. Well, um, before we get into the music and everything, um, what was life like growing up in Atlanta? Well, um, it was definitely something. <laughs> um, I lived with my dad um, up until I graduated high school. And, um, you know, he was he was real good to me. You know, he taught me everything I know when it comes to being my own person, being my own man. But, um, you know, spiritually, I had to, I had to leave, you know, and that, that's really like a big part of my life that like really, you know, it really could have gone either way, if that makes sense. Like one decision I made basically changed the entire course of the rest of my life. So Georgia has been, you know, like I said, an experience. A lot of bad stuff, a lot of good stuff, but you know, overall, I, I like where I'm at. So, hey, that's that's deep. (laughs) Shout out, shout out to the parents and decision making because, like you said, um, you know, as you get older, the decisions that you make can change your entire future. So. Um, shout out to you for that too. Props to you. Um, without getting too deep into it, um, props to you. Now, what part of Atlanta have you spent your time in, or so more so living, Georgia? Gotcha. So when I was living with my dad, I mostly stayed in Lithonia, and um, now I'm living in Stockbridge. Okay. I was just trying to get a gauge of um, where you were. I did go to high school in Georgia. I'm um, in middle school, but I was in like Smyrna, the Austell Smyrna areas. Mm. So, okay. Um, now, growing up, 
um, what, were you like just having like a normal childhood as as a kid going outside doing your schoolwork things like that I don't know about doing schoolwork but going outside definitely <laughs> got you I spent a lot of my time outside as a kid mm-hmm. and creatively um, <clears throat> what were you doing or you and your friends doing um, that may have contributed to what you're doing today it's a real good question and you know what I haven't found like initially you're talking about like in my early childhood right yeah so initially I hadn't found my love for music and making music at that time the only thing that I was doing creatively was drawing like I was drawing a lot and um, really I started music in middle school because I started um I started doing band and I started playing French horn and I played in band all throughout middle school and all throughout high school. So that's where I found my love for music. So it was kind of not a late, you know, passion, but definitely something that I picked up later on, so to speak. Okay. French horn. Do you still play that? Mm Mm-hmm. Most definitely. So I would imagine you're pretty good if you were playing since middle school something like that i'm i'm not gonna say i'm real good or anything but I he's do being modest <laughs> yeah you're good i can tell he's good at it so at what point did the singing come in mm, so singing and it's actually funny because let me see i was singing i didn't sing until maybe a little bit before middle school started and the only times I did sing were at, like, family cookouts because, you know, they'd have a karaoke machine and then, you know, I always did karaoke with my aunts and stuff. But I never took singing that seriously. Not until after I graduated high school because then that's when, you know, I got my own laptop and, you know, I found out I could, like, make music. So that's when I started practicing singing again. Okay. And um, I don't want to uh, neglect the photography and um, fashion modeling, but <clears throat> we'll just cover one thing at a time. We'll start with, uh, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll keep going with the music. So, um, so after, so pretty much after high school, is that correct? You started really doing the, the, um, the music thing. Was there anything else? Did you do like poetry, rapping, anything outside of singing before that? I have never tried rapping nor poetry, actually. The only thing that I actually did beforehand was composing. And I actually did composing before I did, you know, like producing and mixing and all that. Okay. Because like I said, I wasn't banned. Got you. So you do produce. Mm Mm-hmm. Because that was going to be one of my questions, um when we get into the a couple songs that you've dropped um have you did you produce both of those yep okay oh yeah this is gonna be good all right so (laughs) um so what made you um really want to start taking i don't want to say music seriously but just kind of um sharpening your craft and um recording got you so what really made me want to, as you put it, sharpen, you know, my craft when it comes to music 
was um, just hearing stuff in my head. And I don't know if that's weird, but, you know, as I, after I graduated high school and, you know, I got this laptop and this program to compose with, because that's what I was initially going to do was just compose, you know, I started hearing just music in my head, you know, whether it was just drums or guitar. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, man, like, I want to get this out of my head, you know, and I found out that the program that I use could actually let me do that. And when I started to do it, like, I instantly, you know, fell in love with it. So I just sort of not only expanded upon the idea of getting all of what I hear out of my head, but also just experimenting on my own and just seeing what I could come up with just by doing whatever, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. And just to put a time on these things, now, how long ago was this? This was 2021 when I first got this laptop and music program. Okay. I'd say, yeah, March of 2021. Okay, so 2021. So it's <clears throat> so it's only been um, just a couple years, and uh, just from <laughs> the couple songs that I've heard from you, I really like what I hear, which uh, made me reach out to you. So... Uh, let's let's just kind of walk me through your your process and um before that um who are some of your musical influences or inspirations or who you listen to to kind of uh give you motivation if anybody got you so as far as inspiration i'd give i'd say there's three big ones first is daniel caesar because of his voice, the way he uses his voice, and also his, um, what do you even call it? Because when you listen to his music, it's obviously different from a lot of people's when it comes down to um, arrangement, even like vocal, you know, like stacking. I'm thinking of so many things at once. I'm trying to get my words out. All good. But yeah, definitely Daniel Caesar for that. Um, Joji, also because of how he uses his voice, I specifically like how he can go from his chest voice to his head voice almost instantly. And it's something that I've definitely tried to not replicate, but, you know, make my own. And then one of the biggest ones, Jacob Collier, because of his experimentation and just his musical knowledge in general. Like, he's really fun to not only listen to but watch make music as well so those are the three okay. biggest ones okay so you're kind of putting me on at the same time now i've definitely heard of jacob collier but i couldn't i'm not confident to say that i've heard one of his songs um joji i've listened to a little bit of joji and um, when it comes to daniel caesar um surprisingly i know he's super popular um, but I have outside of that joint that was from a couple of years ago, the best part, I know no Daniel Caesar music. And um, when I was kind of preparing for this, I can be wrong, but I was listening to your music and I'm like, I think this falls in the category of like alt R&B. Would you describe your music as that or uh, or something else? Yeah, that describes it perfectly, actually, because that's definitely what I've been going for. At least with those first two singles. Okay. And um, just so I'm not slipping or tripping, are those the only two songs that you have out right now? Yep. Only two. Okay. 
Okay, I would have been I, I would have been tight if there was like a whole project that I missed. I'm like, dang, I, I wouldn't have felt like I did my job. So you're all caught um, up. Good, good. So uh, and, and I feel like we have a lot to look forward to as well as uh, as your music progresses and you keep you know you keep going with it. So um, let's let's talk about the production as well. Um, have you always known how? Like, let me just ask this. How did you get into production? So it was, you know what? I can't even say was. It still is a very long process of, you know, as far as what I'm learning. Because um, I've gotten most of what I've learned to do from just experimenting myself in this little program that I use. And then just watching a lot of YouTube videos, reading a lot of articles like from Reddit or just other websites in general. So it's been um, it's been a long journey, and I'm still learning. Like every day when I open up, you know, my laptop, I'm learning stuff. So. Okay, what program do you use, or DAW, whatever it's called? <laughs> I use Cubase 11 Pro. Okay, that's foreign to me. Cubase 11 Pro. All right, so, <clears throat> um, let's talk about. Uh, your process in making a song now were you creating um, creating your own original songs did that start in 2021 or did you kind of always just play around with making your own music making your own sound even before you had a program to work with I did always um, try to play around with just making my own stuff because um, even like on my iPhone, sometimes I would record stuff into GarageBand, you know, just to have that idea there or just record like a melody, hum and sing a melody into the voice memos. So then once I got the laptop, it was just a matter of just putting it all together, really, all these ideas that I had. OK, so. 2020 is 2021 when the first joint dropped no that's 2022 so in 2022 the song leaves drops um and your the lyrics in your songs are they do not come off as superficial um there there seems like a real <laughs> like a real story like a, a real place that you draw from now what inspires your lyrics well, I'll be honest with you, with Leaves, I was really just writing down whatever came to mind and hoping for the best, at least at first. But then, um, you know, I really tried to think about the feeling of when you look at somebody or not even when you like first look at somebody, this could be somebody that you've known for a long time, right? But then all of a sudden you see them in this new light. And then all of a sudden, you know, you get that weird feeling in your chest and you're like, yo, what is that? You know, I tried my mm -hmm. best to really describe into words, you know, what that's like. OK, and I'm going to say this as well. Um, obviously, you have a history of music, but <clears throat> writing lyrics does not come naturally to people. And I know that from being around just from being around musicians and um you know some people so did you always have a knack for writing lyrics or even <laughs> or even just 
I, I've been around like rappers, like not rapping on beat and stuff and just having a, it, it's just, it's hard. It's hard sometimes. So was that something that just came naturally to you or something that you felt like you had to pick up while you were doing it? Definitely something I had to pick up, man. Cause like you said, it's, it's not easy. Cause you think you'd come up with something, right? And then you just start erasing. You're like, yeah, I don't like that. You know, and I mm-hmm. think I did that easily like 40, 50 times. Because like you said, it's, it's hard, man, because you initially have a lyric, right? And you write it down. You're like, okay, this sounds good. And you keep going. And then you can get to, let's say, the end of the song. And now you're looking at the beginning of the song. And you're like, man, I don't like this. And then you just start all over from scratch. So. All right, so now this is the question that I've been wanting to get to. Take me to the process, the beginning and end of creating a song for yourself. Okay, let's see. I'm a very chaotic person. So with leaves, with comfort zone, and with the stuff that I'm starting now, it has never started in the same way, if that makes sense. So with leaves... I think I heard maybe the chords first for the song, right? And for Comfort Zone, I heard the drums first. So whatever I hear first, or whatever I, you know, like play on my keyboard, play on my guitar, whatever I like first is basically what I put in first. And then from that, I use that as a foundation to grow. So even when I come up with lyrics sometimes, I'll just sing some lyrics into a new project and then build from that, build the music around that. And um, yeah, so I'm not really sure if I can say that I have a specific process because for each song it's different or it's unique rather. Okay, at what point does the production come come in? Is that one of the first things that comes in or do you kind of make like a, uh, a melody of something that you hum and come up with some lyrics then you just add to some production in your uh in your program or doll yeah um definitely i usually just jump straight in with the production right okay or you know what it's like i said it's literally whatever um whatever the song is because to this day i have like maybe a hundred hundreds of voice memos in my phone right and sometimes you know if i get stuck writing one song right I'll go into my voice memos and I'll look at this one vocal recording that I did, you know, where I was just humming a melody. And then I listen to it over and over again. And then I go into a program, bring it up on piano, and then I play it and I record it. And I'm like, okay, let me see what I can do with this. And then, like I said, that's when I build around it. So it really just depends on the day man to be honest with you i got you and there was a couple things that you said earlier that i don't think were touched on before you mentioned the guitar or keyboard guitar and piano or so oh yeah (laughs) about that (laughs) yeah what's the story with that now do you have you always played these things or something that you've picked up along the way definitely stuff i picked up um the first instrument i played was french horn And then, um, let's see, starting my sophomore year of high school, I started playing trumpet, trombone, baritone, 
And then it was only after I graduated to where I learned keyboard, acoustic guitar, bass guitar, and electric guitar. Wow. Now, do you play live at all anymore? Depends on the occasion. I do want to start playing live, but I've been trying to find more time to practice because, you know, I've still been trying to balance, you know, work with um, music and then other stuff, you know, the spiritual things. Yeah. And um, even when I'm writing music, I do find, like, very little time to practice each of my instruments, at least to the point where I can, like, play comfortably in front of, you know, a live audience. So. Mm-hmm. But that is okay. something that I do want to do eventually. <clears throat> what would you say comfort zone is about? Mm. So comfort zone is definitely something that I wrote while I was feeling at my absolute worst mentally okay. and emotionally. And it's that thing where you recognize that you're in this rut, right? You're in this bad place emotionally and mentally. But you feel like you can't do anything about it because, you know, you're stuck in this routine, so to speak, you know, where every day starts to feel the same almost. So you feel like there's nothing that can be done with how you feel, hence the name Comfort Zone. Mm-hmm. <coughs> so um, if you don't mind um, getting into a little more detail, of course, you don't want to, you know, say anything that, you know, uh, you don't want to, but uh, just to give uh, the listeners uh, a more detailed view of the song, because um, I, I do want to talk about a little bit later um, how the song kind of takes a turn, even leaves uh, takes mm-hmm. a turn as well. And that's one of the the highlights of the songs. But um, so like what was going on in your life, like where things may have become mundane you know the same thing over and over is it just like you know the the work schedule this schedule that and sleep and repeat yeah man it was it was the combination of you know the work schedule that I had it was the lack of sleep and then it was just being being in my head too much you know because we know Mm -hmm. when you're in your head too much you know your mind will tell you things that you don't need to hear you know so that was probably the yeah those were the biggest things that really put me in that rut so to speak how did you get out of that rut just as a side Mm. so I think the biggest contribution was of course like getting myself right spiritually that definitely had the biggest role in um getting me out of the comfort zone (laughs) Mm -hmm. and um after that it was a matter of surrounding myself with a team that you know really supports me really cares about me really wants the best for me and that's you know that goes for family and friends when you surround yourself with you know people that want you to do your best you know that has a good effect on you and it causes you to you know want to be better so you just be better. At least that's how it felt for me. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Now, both songs, Leaves and Comfort Zone, um, when I heard both of these songs, um, 
And, and this is also an impressive thing, I believe, you know, for myself, um, because the songs are not, they're not long, but they're not short. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I, I think there's like, you know, an extended version of both of them. Um, so does that, I guess that would fall into the category of composer, would you say? Or um, if you would describe what I'm talking about, because I'm not the best at this sometimes, <laughs> how would you describe the, the transitions um, within both of those songs and how you come up with them? You know, the transitions were really something that I was inspired by from various songs that I love, various um, artists that do the transitions. And coming up with them didn't feel that difficult for me, at least, because I knew with both songs that when the transition came, I wanted the person to feel like they were floating almost. And yeah, I want them to feel like they were floating because that's the feeling I get when I listen to those same transitions and the songs that I love. So doing them like actually like composing them or arranging them rather was not too hard to do. The only thing I would say was difficult was making sure it fit with the rest of the song. That was the only challenge. What's your goal for the listener? Um, Cause this is based off something you said as well, the floating aspect. Um, what is your main goal for the listener when you create music? The main goal is to really feel like, is to really have the listener feel like they're in another place, so to speak, when they're listening. Because you know those songs that you listen to, whether it's your favorite songs or just something that's in your playlist where you listen to it and all of a sudden like you're not just listening to music anymore like you're not yourself if that makes sense like if you're driving and you know that one song comes on you're not driving no more because all of a sudden you're at your destination you're like dang i don't even remember driving here you know that's definitely something that i want to achieve with my music is just basically taking you out of reality you know it's just you know like let's just relax for a minute you know Mm mm-hmm and um, when it comes to because it, this isn't an easy process making music, um, I see you got a your headphones there. Those cost money. You have a microphone there. It looks like it's on some type of boom stand or something that mm-hmm. costs money. Um, let's talk about um, you know getting into gear and things like that. Now, of course, you have a history of music. I don't think you're um, you know ignorant to how much things cost and all that stuff, but let's talk um just getting equipment buying equipment for someone who uh for if anybody out there is considering making music uh what was the process like getting your equipment and you know where you plan on going with it so what i kept in mind when i was getting my equipment was definitely stuff that was budget friendly at least you know for my budget and then of course just finding stuff that's reliable So the laptop that I use, you know, it's built to handle, you know, big programs and, um, you know, because it's a gaming laptop. So it's able to handle, you know, not only like the process of, you know, producing, mixing, recording, but also the mastering. 
And as far as the other stuff, like, you know, the mic stands, the mics, it's a matter of, you know, just staying in your budget. But you know what? It actually doesn't matter too much because obviously you want to have good quality stuff. But then that doesn't, you know, quality doesn't equal great music, you know. So no matter what gear you have, no matter what, you know, budget you have, you know, anyone can make music. But when I was choosing my equipment, you know, that's what I kept in mind was just getting um, the best in my budget, so to speak. I'm trying not to ramble, man. <laughs> no, no, not ramble. Ramble all you want. So... <clears throat> What's next for Blaze V, uh, music-wise? Music-wise, uh, I definitely plan on putting out some more singles and then eventually an album, which I'm very excited for because this album is something I definitely had in my head for a year now. And what this album is basically going to be me finding my sound so to speak like that's what i'm looking for now with you know me putting out these singles is trying to find my voice my specific sound but i i feel like it's gonna even i feel like the album is going to do that even more so so that's basically what's next just more singles and then album and then an ep okay and i i want to do one last thing when we talk about mm -hmm. the music what was the reception like for you when you dropped um when you dropped your songs now i got introduced to you through comfort zone and um another mutual party uh reposted and i'm like okay i'm definitely gonna listen to this now because my man posted it to, <laughs> to you know post your friend's work because it goes a long way by the way y'all so um what was the reception like for you um on either song you know what the reception was actually really good like it was definitely something that i didn't expect you know people were reaching out to me like yo i didn't know you make music blah 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 and they was telling me how good it was and i was just like man i like i i couldn't believe the amount of good reception it got you know even like people um in my congregation you know was telling me all about my music and i'm like yo how did how did you hear it you know it was it was very <laughs> surprising to me oh that could be a gift and a curse oh my gosh yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, definitely. so uh, okay, we're looking forward to uh, some Blaze V music. I definitely am because I like what you got going on. And for those two things to be, you know, Leaves and Comfort Zone to be the first two songs that you officially put out there for people to hear, um, you know, I'm impressed. I'm 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 definitely rocking with it. I can't wait to uh, hear what you got coming up next. So photography i was trying to figure out if we were going to go fashion or photography first but let's talk about you being uh behind the camera so uh you know clearly you're a, a jack of many trades so where did the photography aspect of your creativity come in you know what um that is relatively new like very new actually because um i know i've started to take a liking to taking you know pictures on my phone starting around the end of 2022 but then my grandfather was really into photography and he has this Nikon camera that he gifted to me and ever since I started taking pictures on the Nikon that's when I fell in love with photography 
so it's definitely another channel of or avenue rather of creativity that i really see myself doing in the long run okay so that was 2022 so um what about photography because it started on the phone because one of my homies who ended up having a career in like photography and videography um it started on his phone too but the thing is all of us have these smartphones and with all pretty good cameras but not everybody has an eye i'm one person i'll tell you now i don't have an eye um but my wife she can you know use my same phone and take a great picture where i just it it just you know so what about photography really appealed to you whether it was from the phone first or when you got the nikon camera oh man you know what and you brought up a good point with um having a great eye because what caught my attention with photography was basically being able to capture you know anything or any place in a different perspective even if it's from the same angle you know from a Nikon camera to a Canon camera to an iPhone just being able to capture it in a whole new light is what was fascinating to me okay so you do have a you do have a photography page don't you I do okay shout that out we'll put it in the uh, the description of this as well so it's B to A to V so B T O A yeah T O V B to A to V I'm gonna put it on the screen too so they they can't miss it (laughs) link in the description so uh so where do you plan on going um with the photography I don't know if you know if you want to keep it as a hobby I'm not I don't know if you're you know trying to get a career in it but um uh are you looking for models anybody local to your area who wants to you know get down with blaze oh yeah definitely I'm always down to collab and um you know, because like you said, right now it is a hobby until, you know, I feel like I'm, you know, I really know what I'm doing with the camera, you know, because I don't call myself a photographer just yet, you know, because mm-hmm. I just I just got a camera and I'm taking pictures, you know, but I do have like, you know, a couple of my friends that I like taking pictures of. And even when, you know, I'm taking trips, I took a recent trip to Houston and I remember I just had my camera around my neck and this random group that was performing in this little band asked me to take pictures of them. And when I did, you know, I sent them the pictures and I was like, oh, these are really nice. And, you know, I see them posting them and it's like, man, that, that's like really nice, you know, seeing your work out there being enjoyed by other people. So, like I said, I'm yeah. always down to collab and I definitely see myself, I, I could probably see myself doing it professionally in the future. That's what's up. Now, do you have a specific subject that you like to uh, take pictures of, like scenery, buildings, or people, or just like a combination of uh, of some? Uh, yeah, I'd say a combination, because I definitely like taking pictures of people, because um, at least in you know in my experience with taking pictures of certain people, they'd be like, oh, you know, I'm not a model. But then, you know, I start snapping and, you know, they definitely look like they're a model, you know, so definitely capturing the person at the right second, you know, can turn anyone into a model. So that part's pretty fun to me. And then, of course, you know, just the association of, you know, doing creative stuff, you know, with other people. And scenery is definitely something that I love taking pictures of because, you know, you're appreciating creation, you know. 
whether you know it's made by God or man-made. Got you. So you're behind the camera, but you're also in front of the camera. You mentioned a uh, fashion model. Now, I don't think I met you in real life. I'm pretty sure I didn't. Um, were you at the Castier joint in 2020 last year, the November? Man, unfortunately not. I wanted to be there so badly, but I couldn't make it. Okay, so I didn't meet you. All right, I'm just, I'm just making sure. <laughs> there was a lot of people there. So, uh, okay, but uh, so you look tall. You look tall. Um, how tall are you? Six two, six three. Okay, you who? Uh, I'm trying to. I'm okay, you get because once music came into the picture, basketball got thrown. <laughs> got you, got you. I I know you uh you probably get that when you're tall. Like I'm six foot even. And honestly, I'm about to turn 30. I think I lost an inch. I'm like 5'11". Don't tell nobody. But um, but growing up, I was always like the tall kid until I like hit um, high school and I wasn't the tall kid no more. And uh, you get that question when you're tall or perceived as tall. You hoop, you hoop, you hoop, you hoop, you hoop. Oh, you play sure. football, you play. But um, so anyway, that's I had to ask you that question that you probably get all the time. So, um. Uh, being in front of the camera, so uh, I was bringing up your build. Pause. Um, you know you're tall and slim, <laughs> so you got the you got the model body. Um, so at what point did uh, you know you being in front of the camera come in? Was it something that you have a knack for? Because uh, some people are naturally photogenic, some people like myself just aren't. So uh, take us through your history with being in front of the camera and modeling. Oh, you know what? Um, man, my best friend introduced me to it, actually. Um, matter of fact, is Y Khalil on Instagram. Man, he, let me see, starting in 2022, so yeah, last year, starting last year, basically we would, you know, we would go out and, you know, we would take fit pics and stuff. And I remember, like, having... I'm not going to say I didn't have any good clothes, but I couldn't style any of the clothes I had, right? Or at least I feel like I couldn't. But then, you know, I remember him having me put on this one outfit that I had in my closet. And then we went to this trail and we took pictures. And I'm looking at the pictures and I'm like, man, this is this is kind of cool. Like, I didn't know I could look like this, you know? Not to, like, boost my head or nothing, but, you know, it was it was seeing myself in a new light. And after that, you know, I really not only fell in love with fashion, but then, you know, it's like, dang, like, I want to take more pictures of myself, you know, even though, you know, I've had like a lot of, you know, or really continue to have a lot of like fluctuations and, you know, my self-confidence, my self-esteem, you know, I often think about, you know, how I look, but then it's like. I don't know. I always find myself wanting to, you know, just take pictures of myself, especially now, like in certain clothes, because that's, you know, something I fell in love doing. Yeah. So um, let's let's talk about it a little bit um, when it comes to these things in terms of like confidence. So before um, your homie, uh, shout out Y Khalil, right? Yes, sir. Why Khalil? I'm going to say it like I know him. So uh, so before your homie came into the equation, were you somebody who did often take pictures of themselves or fit pics or anything like that? Not really. It was really 
a once in a while thing, you know, just to let people know that I was still alive, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was literally like, oh, you know, snap and then post, you know, that sort of thing. I never really put that much thought into it. Okay. Now, was it let's let's talk about it from like a mental emotional aspect because i think the self-confidence thing is huge you know and you even mentioned earlier that you know you don't want to seem like you're boosting your head and of course there's like you know everything is in balance right so you know you can you know like the way you look without being cocky and um I'm no like perfect judge of character, but it doesn't seem like you're coming off with like a huge ego when you talk about yourself. So um, how has it changed your self-confidence being able to see yourself um, on camera and say, I kind of look good. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> so, um, you know, and that's big, you know, we all got to love ourselves. So, um, and you did say it fluctuates, but, um, outside of, you know, the fluctuation, which, you know, happens as humans, um, how has that changed you in a sense? Well, it's changed me in a way to where, you know, it's like, it ties into, you know, what you said with it, you know, being a love thing, a self love thing. Cause it's definitely healthy, you know, when you, when you do like the way you look. So for the longest time, like before, before I really started getting into, you know, pictures and stuff, it wasn't, it wasn't like terrible as far as like, you know, my self-confidence, my self-love, it wasn't terrible, but you know, it definitely wasn't that great either. So when I did like, you know, start taking pictures of myself more and more, you know, starting at the end of the last year, it raised me to a point where, you know, I'm just comfortable with the way I look. Which is, like you said, it's, it's real important, you know, especially when it comes to your mentality, your emotions, and all that. Got you. That's what's up. I, um, <clears throat> you know, I think, like, uh, the age of social media um, plays, like, a huge part in people determining their self-worth. Um, so, you know, I, you know, if I seem like I'm like honing in on like the self-confidence thing and all that, it's because I have like a certain bias of social media specifically, um, diminishing people's, uh, self value and, and worth and, yeah. and stuff That's like that. Though. But, um, uh, just to, you know, kind of conclude things. Um, if there was anything that I miss, anything that you wanted to say, any shout outs, any uh, specific loves uh, for other things that you wanted to uh, mention or something that people may not know about you. This is your time to speak. This is the this is the freestyle session. Oh, man, I, I don't got much to say, man. You know, that's that's pretty much who I am. That's a small part of what goes on in my head up here, you know, but um, I love anything, you know, that has to do with art, anything creative, you know, music, photography, fashion visual arts all of that and um i can't see myself you know shying away from it in any way so that's why i've just been going in on everything that i've been doing and i definitely you know owe it to my family and friends you know for encouraging me and like i said it started off with you know my best friend y khalil on instagram he definitely um helped me to become or, you know, continue to become the best version of myself creatively. 
Shout out to the homies. Yes, sir. <laughs> now, I appreciate you for coming on. Uh, shout out to you. Uh, Blaze V is in the building for real. Um, I, I still got family down south, so I, we'll probably we'll probably run into each other um, within the next year or so. Because uh, yeah, I got to come down there because uh, my mom my mom lived down there. So <laughs> so uh, <laughs> um, shout out to you. I appreciate you for coming on. Uh, of course, this is going to come out at like 12 p.m. on a Friday one day, but it's almost 10 p.m. Uh, we're on the East Coast, so I appreciate you for taking out time uh, on a late night to do this. Uh, uh, Blaze V, I am a supporter. The Cool Hand Podcast stamps you. I stamp the music. I stamp the photography. And I stamp your self-confidence. Keep up the good work. Uh, this is the Cool Hand Podcast, something you got to deal with. Easy.